Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space and uh, find out a little bit more about their journey and, and um, you know what's working for them and hopefully translate some of them to our own lives as well. Um, I know I have one of those guests today. Um, going to be a really cool talk. Just before we jump into that, um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that uh, a big part of living a full life is is getting outside and um, everybody loves being comfortable doing that. And when they do that, um, Epitome Sportswear makes it their mission to have kind of casual wear that um, fits your lifestyle, whether it's going out for a hike, maybe it's coaching your uh, daughter's hockey or soccer game, or, or just spending some time at the gym. Um, so check it out now. And actually, in, important for today is uh, check out their their new uh, pickleball line as well, their pickleball clothing line. So the, um, they have that covered as well. A portion of their sales as well, which is really cool for us, also goes to contribute to equality and development in opportunities and sport for women and girls. Um, so definitely go to, um, it's Epitome Sportswear, E-P-I-T-O-M-E sportswear.com or uh, on Instagram, you can go through their bio. And if you use the code B-I-B-M, you get 20% off as well. So uh, definitely check that out. I'm so really excited. Uh, I have uh, Mary Brasha here today, and uh, she grew up in California. She began playing pickleball just a few years ago. Um, her parents introduced her to game, from what I understand, and uh, that was while she was a, a successful collegiate tennis player as well. Um, after relatively recently graduating from Biola University uh, last year, she focused fully on pro pickleball, which we'll talk about. She's really made her mark very quickly in her first pro tournament. She she was meddling at, at the top end and, and all of those things as well well. Um, she was also drafted and played in all three Major League Pickleball events last year and now plays on the SoCal uh, uh, Hard Eights as well for the 2023 season. Um, and so I'm going to say welcome, Mary, but I'm also going to say congratulations because I know this weekend you had a, a really cool kind of Grand Slam event as well this this past weekend um, and uh, at the Arizona Grand Slam. Um, and you probably picked up a few more fans just in uh, kind of watching the game against uh, the number two seed, Catherine Parento. So I just thought I'd kind of say how did how did this weekend go for you uh, um, from that end yeah so thanks for having me on the podcast I'm so excited to chat about all things pickleball but thank yeah. you I definitely had an exciting win in my career probably one of my best so far and it did feel really good because I have been working really hard on yeah. and off the court and when you can get results like that it kind of makes it all worth it so I'm I super bet. stoked yeah yeah no and it was and it was a really exciting one to watch I did I did watch it this weekend and really cool to watch so um, um, you know and to anybody else you can probably watch a replay of that game a really cool game to watch too so um, so definitely do that and and maybe um, 
you, know, you um, people will think that you you've switched to pickleball relatively recently. But why don't why don't you tell us a bit about that journey? Because I know that I think you were kind of quite the athlete and and played different sports before. But but tell us a bit about the journey to get to where you are with pickleball now. Yeah, growing up, I have played lots of different sports: golf, soccer, softball, swimming, and then of course tennis, which kind of became my focus more so when I was looking to play a sport in college. So I dedicated a lot of my youth to doing that. And then I discovered pickleball kind of when the pandemic started and my parents introduced me, as you mentioned to it. And once I started playing pickleball, I knew this was my passion in life. The sport is not like anything else. The community surrounding it, the sport everything is just the best. And I am so thankful I found pickleball because it's just great. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's and it's created a lot of success for you. But you mentioned it there. And, and I thought, um, yeah, I will ask you about that, that when you when you play at that level, you also play with a lot of it's like any sport when you're at that level, you're playing against a lot of, um, you know, the same people because you're of the seeding and how it works. So you mm -hmm. probably get to know them really well and things like that. Um, when you do that, is that um, does it create a um, it, it, you know, does it create more community or does it create kind of, you know, that um, competitive spirit? How does how does that work, I guess, and especially maybe on the, the female side of the, of the pickleball thing where you, you do kind of see this a lot of the same people when you go to those big events like that? Oh, yeah. Pickleball still in its growing stages to where you're playing against a lot of the same people every week. And yeah. Pickleball is also a very community oriented sport. So when I first got into it, that was a big appealing part of it. And it still is. It's still a very supportive community. But when you're playing it at the professional level, it's kind of finding that balance of on versus off court. You know, is this this person might kind of be my friend off the court, but then on the court, some things can change sometimes. So finding that balance is definitely something I'm working on, but I would say overall, most people are very supportive of one another and that's what makes the sport special. Well, and, and how about the the part because uh, you know uh, people who maybe don't haven't seen tons of it yet there is a difference between you know you have your regular um, you know singles doubles and uh, and mixed doubles but you also have the the MLP part which is a little bit different as well because you've got kind of a, a team environment with that how has that been for you because obviously you've been involved in it these last two years um, and and there's a lot of excitement around both of them now which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, I love both MLP and tournaments, but they are totally two different styles of play. MLP yeah. is a very fast paced, high pressure situation, and it is nice to have a team supporting you, but it brings out a different style of play. Whereas for me, I feel like tournaments, it's a longer game. It's a little more time to adjust to conditions. So being able to have both of those opportunities, though, it kind of makes you more well-rounded which is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, the one thing is too, in um, you play with your sister um, in, in uh, doubles, which is pretty cool. How, how did, how did that evolve? Did it just like, did you kind of get focused into that first or have you both kind of just done the pro part at the same time and it's, and it's worked out that way? Yeah, we both started playing at the same time. Yeah. Again, our tennis club was kind of the only thing open <laughs> Uh, during the pandemic, pandemic, so to be outside and playing a new sport, it was cool that we could 
learn together and I love playing with my sister. It's such a special thing. So to anyone listening who plays with a spouse or a sibling in a sport, you know, there's ups and downs for sure, because you can kind of let your guard down a little bit with a sibling. And sometimes things will come out of your mouth on the court that you probably wouldn't normally (laughs) say to someone who's not your relative. But overall, sharing these memories with my sister and when you have the accomplishments with someone you care about so much, it just makes it that more special. So I'm very happy about that. Very cool. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about like, what does, what is a regular, and now it is a little different because you are in, in tournaments or events, like uh, most weekends, I would assume, or at least, uh, especially during kind of the heavy parts of the season. But what does a, what does a regular day like, uh, look like for you? Like, how much do you, how much do you have to train? How, how much is training on court regular games and how much of it is, is doing other things? How does, how does that work for a pro pickleball player? Yeah, what's so interesting about pickleball and its growth is just that every pickleball player now at the pro level is putting in a lot of work on and off the court because it's just getting faster. The game's just getting more intense. People are taking it more seriously. For me personally, I like to work out, you know, at the gym, but I'll usually do about two pickleball sessions so go on the court in the morning drill and then maybe play games at night so it's kind of having a balance of different things uh to get me prepared for the tournaments but pickleball does not have an off season at the moment there are tournaments (laughs) every week so taking care of your body I never got massages growing up. I think I had my first massage at the end of last year, but now (laughs) I got to do things like that to make sure I'm healthy and ready for competition. Yeah. Really interesting because it is so heavy and, and there's uh, probably lots of travel and all of those things happening, uh, you know, as you go through that as well. Um, You know, when you transitioned, maybe that was one thing is you, you were playing tennis and a, and a lot of people I think automatically assume oh if, if I played high level tennis I can probably move over and and there is I, I've talked to other people it's funny I asked uh, I think Ben Johns the same question about um, about that and and he said they're they obviously someone in tennis will pick it up fast because of like pick up the game quickly but it's whether or not um, they will be able to excel at it really depends and so what what was that like for you transitioning from um, tennis over to pickleball like what was the what were the easy parts and what were the parts that are a little more difficult to to pick up yeah I think with form and you know developing the pickleball shots it does help to have a tennis background but there is a learning curve in pickleball. There is a different strategy. It's kind of like a chess match. You got to figure out just all the different moves you got to make and the dinking, the dropping, they are very precise Mm -hmm. shots to learn. And I think putting in the reps and developing consistency is what sets some of the top players apart from just any old tennis player who may think, you know, Oh, this would be easy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a difference. And to me, pickleball is just so addicting. There's just something about it. It's quick. It's a short court. It's not too strenuous on the body. So anyone, in my opinion, can pick it up. And because it's so addicting, 
I just think that makes you get better quicker because you can play all the time and people are always down to play pickleball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and that, uh, I think that's part of it. I, I know that um, you've said in other things where you, you think you play, um, play better when you're having fun. What do you what, like, is that part of, I think it, you think your success right now? Like you, do you just find that it is, is it's a fun game as well? Oh, pickleball is so fun, but mentally, in pickleball, you, for me personally, I play better when I am giving myself positive self-talk and mm -hmm. believing in myself. And when I do those things and I have a smile on my face, I feel like my results are better. And if I go to kind of a dark place in my head, I feel like that's for anyone in any aspect of your life. It just kind of brings you down a little bit. So trying to just stay in a good mental state is what makes the difference for sure. And, um, and the one thing that people who maybe have are just getting kind of connected into pickleball might not know that you could play in the same, uh, in the same weekend, in the same tournament, you could play singles, you could play doubles and you could play mixed doubles all in the same kind of tournament. And many people do often. Um, what is that like to, to kind of toggle between those things um, in one event? Like, is it difficult or is it, is it okay? Because it's a, it's a similar game. Um, what's that like? Yeah, singles and doubles are totally different games. I even use different paddles for singles and doubles. So having the different shots and getting a good warm up, but also trusting in your training before the tournament is what is important, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think there's a difference for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I know we touched on the fact that, you know, you it, it's probably a little easier for you than some because you uh, you do play with your, with your sister through some of it. But um, I mean, you have probably a pretty busy schedule. There's not really a down season, but you have you have family. You uh, obviously you're young. You probably want to have a social life as well. Um, how do you how do you balance those things as much as possible um, in in your life right now when it's when it's probably a little more skewed than some people's because you are a professional? also yeah and that's pickleball culture too pickleball for me is kind of work social a lot of things but one thing I've been realizing recently is having other things in my life to have that work-life balance so I'm actually in the process of trying to see what kinds of other things I can do to not fully always be right pickleball minded I talk about it I play it all the time it's kind of an addiction but that also makes me better because I just want to play my sport I think when you want to do something you're passionate about it it's going to make you 10 times better but yeah going on walks at the beach or for me I'm from Southern California I love Disneyland so doing other things yeah. to kind of take my mind off pickleball really helps. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it probably is um, because it is so there's such a community with it as well. It mm -hmm. probably helps with that, but you're right. Like at some point when you're doing it all the time, it's that break from it a bit. Um, how, how about goal setting? Um, you know, how do you approach that Mary? Like, do you, are you a person who writes everything down? Like, here's what I want to achieve this year and here's how I'm going to think about doing it. You know, how do you, how do you approach that personally and professionally? Yeah. Fun fact. I journal every single night before I go to bed. I've been doing it since my freshman year of college. And I just think it's going to be so cool to look back on. And 
I'll just talk about my day and kind of things I'm keeping in mind that I kind of pray about all that kind of stuff. Um, but for the year, I definitely write down my goals and I'm in the process of achieving some of them, hopefully. So I'm big in writing something down and kind of having it on paper. So then you can look back at it. Yeah. Very cool. And um, how about mentors? Like when you went into this, I mean, like how did, how did you kind of pick it up so quickly, I guess? And how did you kind of jump into that? Do you have certain people you look up to or, or people that are, are kind of, you know, really pivotal in, in helping you get to where you are today so quickly? Yeah. Number one, family support and friend support. It is so nice to have people in your corner who really love you and care about you to support you along the way. But I've been really blessed with good mentors in pickleball, people who have been playing the sport for maybe six or seven years, which that seems like so long ago with a sport that's growing so fast. Um, one of my coaches, Dan Rodiddy, he is a former pastor. So he's been really cool in like having the pickleball, but also life, you know, advice. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the coach, Matthias Johansson, he's the number one senior men's singles player in the world. He was at my match against Catherine that just happened this weekend and having him there and his calm presence to coach me. It just really feels good to have people on your side. And I love having that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you've mentioned it a few times how, I mean, we've, we've mentioned it a few times as well on our show about how pickleball has, um, is experienced this huge growth right now. And like, uh, um, I know you haven't, it's not like you've been in the sport for years and years and years and seen this big kind of, but have, are you even in that amount of time seeing how much it's growing and how much it's changing and, and how, what does that look like being in the sport at that level? What kind of things are you seeing, you know, that growth making big impact on? Yeah. Sometimes such fast growth can be overwhelming. There's things changing literally every day in the pickleball world. So that's mm-hmm. why I really focus on living in the present, living in the moment um, because you just don't know what's coming next. But I do yeah. think it's cool that people are taking such an interest in a sport that I love and that has changed my life for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's definitely cool to see, but yeah, the game itself is changing. Like just the strategy, people are developing new shots. The sport is constantly changing. The tours have kind of been going all over the place. There's been lots of different stuff going on with that. So to just yeah. be along for the ride is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and each event seems to be getting larger and larger each time they, they, uh, they do things. So, uh, so that's great too. Um, how about, um, for, for this year, you mentioned you have some, some goals that you're, you're looking to achieve. Um, what, what does this year look like? Like, I mean, for a lot of people, it's just understanding, like there are, there are kind of, um, grand slam events, a few of those, there are a bunch of other events from more than one kind of league perspective. So, um, what's that like trying to figure out what you're going to do for the year? How do you, how do you do that? Yeah. My goal is to be a top 10 all around player. Mm -hmm. So in all three events, like, singles doubles mixed doubles that is the goal and I definitely think it's achievable if I just keep putting in the work on and off the court 
And that's my, that's my biggest goal. And I've had the pleasure of being in one championship Sunday before that was a goal for me last year. So that's when you make it to the final in an event. And I hope to make another one this year. That's another goal. So, yeah, very yeah. cool. Um, and then, uh, so, you know, when, when you're looking at, um, you know, moving into, if, if people are trying to figure out kind of, you know, how they, how they follow what you're doing as well. I mean, we'll go through the stuff of, you know, following your, your social media and everything, which is cool. But um, uh, when, when people are looking at is, um, you know, do you have just certain events that are MLP events? There's just a few of those, I think, comparatively, and a lot of kind of um, PPA, which is, is you know, the other kind of professional um, league as well. Um, you know, how, how does that work if people are trying to follow kind of what you're doing? What are some of the best ones to, or how do they find out where you're going to be appearing over the next little while? Yeah, I will be at pretty much every single PPA tour event. <laughs> they are so fun to attend, but also yeah. you can see on the Tennis Channel and YouTube those events. Yeah. And then yeah. Major League Pickleball, I think for anyone interested in watching pickleball who hasn't before, is one of the most exciting things to watch. The games are so close. The energy is super high. So I really recommend watching that. Yeah, like I, ML, MLP has a really neat concept. And this year, if uh, people seeing see a lot of like big names that are, you know, buying the neat teams and backing th the events and things like that. And it's yeah, it is a very different style event. And it's not all, you know, it, everybody obviously has a, um, you know, a shot when they come in, because it's, uh, it's every team can kind of have very different results, depending on what's happening at each time. It's pretty, uh, pretty exciting stuff. Um, so, you know, one of the things that that we ask everybody when we go through this, um, Mary, is to, to take away a couple of things. And I, I know people I have been probably really interested, and in, I'm sure are, are interested in just kind of watching your career and over the next little while. But one of the things that we really talk a lot about is is how you know you, you still want to make sure that you keep kind of enjoyment in your fitness program or in those things as well because um you know a lot of people who are listening maybe maybe athletes but they could be just someone who's trying to kind of stay going to the gym all the time or whatever it is that they're doing do you have a couple of tips on somebody like you know how do you keep that fun in your fitness whether it's a sport or or just other things that you're doing do you have a couple of suggestions as to how to keep that joy in your fitness program Yes, I believe finding joy is a lot from within and a lot from what you tell yourself that you can do. So for me, when I'm on the court, it's really saying I can do this and speaking positively to yourself and just enjoying the process, you know, results won't come overnight. I mean, for me, like in the gym, too, I can't expect to like wake up the next day looking like a new person. But if that's a goal of someone's to kind of like develop more muscle or become stronger, it's just a process and kind of just going day by day and living in the present. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's interesting because it's, I mean, there will be people out there that uh, can really relate to that. I mean, I know, uh, I know it's similar to golf. If you don't keep in a good mindset, it's pretty easy to keep yeah. it going, to keep going downhill throughout the time you're playing. So, um, no, that's, that's great advice. And, um, you know, so, you know, one of the things that people are going to want to make sure that they do if they haven't done it yet is follow you, um, on your different kind of social media or wherever are the best things, what are the best ways of being able to, to kind of keep up with what you're doing, Mary? Yes, please follow me on marybrasha.pickleball on Instagram. I love to 
post my journey of pickleball. It's such a fun lifestyle. And I hope people can learn a little bit from me too. All right. And what we will do is we'll have in our show notes, we'll make sure that uh, that link is there. So if, if they didn't get it right here, just make sure you look in the show notes. We'll have the, the ability to click right through on a link and and make sure you follow Mary and, and watch a couple of those events. Um, the good thing is, is yeah, you're right. Like they're they're usually on, on YouTube, they're on the tennis channel, they're on other things as well. So you can watch the whole event, uh, you know, as, as it goes through as well and, and make sure you see the uh, the great stuff that Mary is doing. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty exciting stuff. So, you know, Again, I I know that uh, you're busy. You're probably getting prepared for. I think you also have an event this weekend. Do you not, Mary? Yeah, you have another one. If the weather permits me, yep. I'm supposed to be heading to Minnesota, but there's a huge oh. storm. So for <laughs> yeah. anyone traveling in this time, I hope you guys stay safe, and I hope my flight makes it. But yeah, yeah, that's I I saw it because we are talking. People will probably hear this next week, so they'll know whether or not you were able to get there or yeah. not. Um, but uh, yeah, literally this afternoon. I was watching that thousands of flights are being canceled and everything right now going in there. So hopefully that uh, doesn't cr- cramp your uh, your weekend too, too much, but um, everybody should stay safe for sure. So, um, so again, Mary, thank you very much for taking the time today. We really appreciate it. And, uh, and everybody else, if you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast, do that right now. So we have great people every week, just like Mary. Um, and again, um, if you are playing this weekend, Mary, good luck and, and thanks very much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. And everybody else, we will talk again soon on Big Idea, Big Moves. Hit that subscribe button yet? Go on, you know you want to. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore bigmoves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.